It's an idea as old as society itself, exchanging money for goods and services, like podcasts. So if you want some of that, go to patreon.com slash bmfcast. Welcome to the Bamcast Variety Hour. Hey! hey. Bamcast Variety Hour. All right. Yeah. Variety. Episode 39 and hopefully the penultimate episode of maybe. It should be the penultimate episode. Yes. Yeah. Until the next pandemic. Yes. And then it'll be the sword. Which will be. Sword. <laughs> I don't know. It will. That's going to be the Variety Hour season even. two. Yeah. No. Cancel anyway. the show. <laughs> no. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. Yeah. And we're, we're still trapped in our voids and all that stuff and alone yeah. together. Back at full strength, so 100% vaccinated. Uh-huh. We are. We are. We're just waiting on the time after it. And yeah, a couple weeks. Yeah. So, yes, hopefully soon. But. Yes. We are here to just talk about stuff and things until then. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, well, we talk been about watching... death and feel sad and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we are going to talk um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, I think as like the last thing, so that we can get spoilery and whatnot, since it's the the whole run is over. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess in the meantime, what's everybody else been watching? I watched Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. That's yeah. a new motion picture. Uh huh. It is. I watched the new one. I haven't. I haven't seen the original and I haven't seen Annihilation ever, but I haven't seen the original since like it came out. So I could not tell you a thing about that except the song. Yep. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the new one, that's a movie, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, it's, it's ultra violent for once and they swear and stuff, but it's like, I, you know, that first, like, 10 minutes of the movie promises a much better movie than what comes after. And it seems odd that, like, I, you know, I've played Mortal Kombat on and off since the original came out. And, like, there's kind of a neat, fun cast of characters with different motivations for being there and all this sort of, you know, all those sorts of things. And they're like, yeah, but let's make a new guy who's an MMA fighter who's skill is getting the crap kicked out of him and never winning and that's our new main guy and it's like "Mm, okay yeah he's like a shitty rocky (laughs) yeah and and they kind of like changed the whole like and they changed the whole tournament thing as far as like now you have to kill somebody who was chosen to go to the tournament to be able to go to the tournament and to be able to use your superpowers you know like to throw fireballs or whatever and so that kind of turns it into a chosen one storyline, which I mean, I get it. Everyone in Hollywood had an uncle or an aunt who got them in the movie. So bloodlines matter to them. But like, you know, that's what fucked up Rise of Skywalker. It's like it it fucks up so many things, turning them into a chosen one storyline. And I'm so fucking sick of it. 
And I'm sick of it in video games, too. Because, I mean, video games, it's worse because it's like, you're the chosen one. Go kill me five rats and I'll give you, I'll tell you something. You know, it's like, no, thanks. I'm, the chosen one would not do that, sir. <laughs> okay. you know? I've chosen the chosen one is busy being fucking chosen one. Yeah. <laughs> I've chosen better things to do with my time. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, like, they turned all of Mortal Kombat into that. So, like, everyone who's there is kind of like, well, I'm, I guess I'm here because I killed somebody who was supposed to be here. It's like, okay, great. And then they spend the whole movie talking about training for the tournament. But all of the combat in this movie takes place before the tournament because it's like the bad guys are trying to kill everyone before the tournament starts because I guess the refs, you know, whatever Mortal Kombat refs exist are just like, hey, refs not looking, hit that guy with a chair. And yeah, the tournament committee is paying no attention to. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not like Raiden does anything. He's like, hey, don't do that. And that's it. <laughs> you know, it's like, Raiden, you could like go on the offensive or something. It, I don't know. It, it's, I, I don't want to spoil too much, but I, I will I will spoil one thing in that they spend the whole fucking movie talking about a tournament and then the tournament never happens. Which is like, it, it just reminded me of Theodore Rex where he talked about going undercover the whole time and then Theodore Rex never went undercover. <laughs> and it's like, no, that's the point of your movie. You got to go undercover. And it's like Mortal Kombat. Why are you there? Oh, you're there for the Mortal Kombat tournament. No. So yeah, it's it's one of those movies I was like, after watching, I was like, eh, that was kind of fun. And then afterward, you know, it's more I thought about it. I was like, man, this thing can kind of fuck itself. Because... <laughs> well, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, but but it, it definitely, it's, it's a movie that feels like it's about to get into gear at the end. They're like, oh, fuck, here we go, you know. And then it's like, oh, now we're over. Come back for the sequel. Johnny Cage might be there this time. You know, it's like, nah, nah. Put it out on HBO Max and maybe, but nah. So, yeah, I, which which I kind of know echoes you guys' sentiments on the Petrayan podcast uh, that was out. <laughs> which, if you wait 325 days, you'll be able to hear on the regular feed. Yes, come back in 2022 and you Or you can could just pay us free. a dollar and hear it. Yeah, give us a goddamn dollar. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, that's I, a hell of a sales pitch. <laughs> Whatever, fuck this show, fuck the variety hour. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Can, I can spoil everything. Jesus. But Chuck but is no, but like, scorched earthing the variety hour podcast. It's good that they got to the violence, but it's bad that they just kind of forgot to make anybody interesting except Kano, and that sucks. And and God, like that that main guy, Cole Taylor, I think is his name. It's like, yeah, you you made a Mortal Kombat character and you named him Cole Taylor. Fuck you. What are you doing? Like, why do you why why do you do this, movies? Why do you do this? You got what? There's like 85 characters in Mortal Kombat at this point. And they and, all have cool names. And you couldn't pick one of them? Like, fuck, make it about Baraka. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be like, I was once president. Chop, 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 chop. And <laughs> Man, I was working movie. on a Baraka, Baraka Obama <laughs> fucking joke in my head. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Everyone's it's made the Baraka fair. was was president joke, all right? <laughs> not me, I hadn't Baraka. made one yet. We would have done it a third time, but Baraka couldn't run again, damn it. Well, there's a limit on how many times you can run because your character yeah. gets tired. Yeah. Also, yeah. he had trouble signing all the bills because he had scissors for arms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it yeah. didn't work out. We were so ready for Baraka to make everything change, and then what happened? His knives. arms were big fucking knives, and all he did was chop people up. It's a good thing the rock didn't run against him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's free. If you got HBO Max, I mean, it, sure, 
why not waste an hour and 45 minutes? But otherwise, uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would watch that. Like if, if the first 10 minutes became its own movie, fuck yes. Count me in again. And I think mm-hmm. you said it, Harlow. It seems like someone else directed that. It really does. Almost, <laughs> yeah. Because it's like a, a whole other, much better thing. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, well. Um, instead, use your hour and 45 minutes to watch Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Cause it's still awesome. I've watched it for the 987th time now. And I'm, to the point where I no longer notice things new about the movie mm. <laughs> when I watch it. You have plumbed all its depths. Uh, not entirely, because there were special features on the on the Blu-ray that I hadn't ah. looked at yet. Um, but now I've I've watched all those. So, you know, until Edgar Wright does another interview, I am bereft mm. of Scott Pilgrim content, except for the fact that it will be re-released in in theaters in what is it August? No. Uh, July, Friday, May, this week. Oh, it's this week. Yep. Friday, <laughs> this Friday. Yeah, Shit, April I didn't 30th. realize that. <laughs> yep. So when this podcast comes out, go and get yourself a Dolby, a ticket at a, one of those Dolby cinemas, so you if can watch it. If you've been vaccinated, in, if you've been vaccinated, um, so you can watch it in uh, four. It's like a four K remaster. Yes, and a. Dolby Atmos remaster. Mm-hmm. So go watch that because yeah. that's going to be And all cool the original shit. people involved worked on it. Yes. Like as far as like the new color grading and all that stuff, everyone that was originally working on the movie yeah. worked on it's it. Like, so. Yeah, it's fully Edgar Wright approved. Mm-hmm. So you're, you know, it's not going to be some bullshit. Um, I have to uh, send a text message to change my Friday plans now. So <laughs> mm-hmm. y'all talk about something else. <clears throat> Will okay. do. Um, anybody else or do you want to hear about it? <laughs> I'll mention one thing real okay. quick. This is kind of mostly for you, Harlow, but All right. other people like us can, can pay attention. Um, so I had another instance of, man, here's a thing I would really like, and I'm just never going to watch it. I'm just going to put it away and not watch the thing. Um, I am halfway through the second season after binging all of the first season of For All Mankind on Apple TV+. Plus. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is a fantastic show that no one is talking about. And that's a goddamn shame because that show is really, really good. Um, if you are into the space stuff, the NASA era, the, you know, the like from Mercury 7 through 70s and 80s, it is it is the the era of NASA that you're into. But it's also an alternative history thing. Um, it basically starts with the premise that the Russians beat us to the moon. What? And how how does that change society? In what ways does society change because of that? It's fascinating. It's amazing. Mm. And it's it's Ronald D. Moore, Battlestar guy. So um, it's strong. It's just a really strong television show. And I'm amazed that no one talks about it. It's really good. Yeah. Um, I keep hearing about it, but I, I, I subscribe to like space related shit. <laughs> you know, so like they're like they're always applauding the you know, details of everything in that show. So. It, it's really, really, really well done. Yeah. Um, I it, You will know if you're in or not, depending on how angry you are at the opening scene of the first episode, which is basically everyone watching the Russians land on the moon. And it's like, man, I am like angry 
I am like shaking at this. I'm so mad that this happened in this fictional world. Like, how dare this happen? And that's the same reaction the characters have. And they're like, all right, we got to start over. What are we going to do? How are we going to do this? What are we, you know, and it's just NASA basically just like starting over, trying to figure out what, how to, you know, do stuff. And then every time they think they've got it, Russia does something else. And it's like, ah, shit. Now we got to do that. Um, it's real, real, real good. And it's got that, that era of flavor to it. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost Mad Men-esque in a lot of ways. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just that era of just like, Man, everyone's just drinking all the time and swinging dicks, and you know, it's just well, it's I like, will, oh, you guys should really, you guys would get in a lot of trouble. I, unfortunately, <laughs> if it wasn't the '60s. <laughs> unfortunately, it got canceled. But I will reiterate to watch that uh, the right stuff series. Yeah. Um, it, it's not going to get a second season, which is fine. I mean, it kind of ended in a way that it was like, all right, that's an acceptable-ish ending, I suppose. But I could totally watch more. But Unfortunately not. But yeah, I was actually just having this conversation about uh, For All Mankind, where it was like that show, like when it was pitched, I remember like most of the Apple TV stuff, it was like, yeah, okay, whatever, take it or leave it. You know, I don't really need another thing like this in my life, (laughs) you know, and but that that came along and it was like, oh, okay, they made a show like totally for me. And then I think I did try to sample it and I just wasn't in the mood or something at the time and just kind of shelved it. and was like, I'm, I'm going to come back to this because I know it's going to be my thing at some point in time. And I, yeah, mm-hmm. I've been thinking recently it's time to revisit that. So, Yeah, I, I had put it off because basically it being the first generation Apple TV kind of thing. I was like, that's not going to last. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they renewed it for season two and they already renewed it for season three. So I was like, OK, but time to get in. If they're going to do three seasons of this, that'll be worth watching. So, yeah. Yeah, they're in the 80s now. Okay. Hmm. But yeah. Um, I wonder if the movies are different because the Russians made it to the moon first. Uh, <laughs> you'd be surprised. Does Vietnam happen because of this? Actually, no, Vietnam had already started. It, mm, it Things change. <laughs> okay. So they go all in on like whole wholesale cultural everything. I'll just say that Ted Kennedy doesn't go to Chappaquiddick that weekend. Okay. Well, that works out for somebody, at least one person. Yeah, Pro- probably Ted Kennedy becoming president, because <laughs> that's pretty much, I think, what derailed that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, because yeah. it's basically like my brother started the space program and how'd you all let him down? I'm Ted Kennedy. We're going to get this shit going. And people are like, yeah, fuck Nixon. Get out of here. <laughs> but then somehow Watergate still happens. It's real dumb. <laughs> That's a fixed like point it. in time. Yeah, like Doctor yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Watergate has to happen. We learned one thing from Doctor Who. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because how else would we have like you know Flex Gate, Bin Gate, every other Gate, yeah. Gate yes, Gate? We, well, I appreciate that gates. landing on the moon Flex was not gate. a fixed yeah. point in time, though. No, <laughs> landing on the moon not that big a deal. No, Watergate, big deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Otherwise, we can't call things Gate. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Too many things God. get called gate. Wow. What would you call every scandal without Watergate? Yep. Exactly. Probably something good. <laughs> You're right. Something original. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's hear about them. It movies. Yeah. I was gonna say. Speaking of something good and something not good. Um. Uh. Yeah. So, I did what. Chuck aimed to do some time back and and I completely ignored all of his warnings and did the same thing. I went back and rewatched it. That gets a title of it. Chapter one at the end. And then I went and watched it. Chapter two. Um, 
it chapter one is a very solid movie i'm not going to say like it's weird the sequel kind of does a little like makes the first one inferior sort of thing it it just feels like it does and I, i i try not to let that happen with movies but then you kind of I think I feel like we all saw or that, you know, people that were going to see it saw and talked about the first one. So and it's also, you know, based on an old story. So I'm going to dance around some spoilers, but it's like there's kind of a definitive two chapter thing in it that happens where it's like kid story, 27 years later, you know, 40 year old story. And it's like the the first half stuff is mostly contained in the first movie but then i didn't realize they were going to dip back into it as much as they did in the second half movie which makes the second half movie really bloated like that is a long ass like serious in need of cut cuts movie like it is just way too bloated um beyond everything else that's wrong with it but it, it kind of retroactively makes you realize like that even the first one was a little bloated cuz like there's some just dumb scare for scare sake stuff in the first one that just really doesn't need to be there. I mean, honestly, like it's not plot driven. And I mean, in watching the second one, which is like oodles of that, where it's just like for no reason, someone will just walk over and spooky shit will happen. Then it's like, okay, well they're totally fine after that. It was just like a, ah, all right. Anyway, you know, (laughs) kind of reaction. And it's like, what is the fucking point of this? You know, like, I mean, by the second one, it's just like, I feel like it's just, I mean, to the point that like, there is literally like a funhouse sequence. And I was like, that's been this entire fucking movie. You're just like showing your hand of car, you know, your cards here. Now that it was just like, yeah, I was just making a fun, fucking funhouse movie. That made no sense. Just go around the corner and some other dumb shit happens. And, you know, to the point that like, there's an actual like funhouse in this movie. That's one of the set pieces. And it's just like, Christ. Okay. Like at least maybe you get it or probably not, but it kind of makes you go back and look at chapter one and go like, yeah, okay. There's a few, there's a bit of that of like, you could have cut that. It's not really necessary to the plot. It's, it's much tighter. I will say that, but it's the the second movie is just fucking ludicrous. Like it is, it is crazy. Like how different it is like, and directed by the same person. Like that's what it's, it's like, yeah, that's what doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like there's, (laughs) There's just like it goes goofy Sam Raimi at points. It does a a, a blatant uh, psycho homage. There's a terrible Stephen King cameo sequence <laughs> that's really bad, and yeah, it's just I don't know. It there and there's so many scenes that don't have anything to do with anything, and like I said, it, it's just really weird. And the and the way people behave are, is really weird. Like I kind of like it that it's like this, you know look, we've already been through this shit before kind of people plus like being 40 year olds. I mean, I feel like it's like kind of how we would deal with some of the shit where it's like there's some jadedness that doesn't usually happen in horror movies and stuff where it's just like, you know, teens would just be like, all right, let's jump in the sewers and fucking go kill this thing. And, and, and I mean, even the kids were, but even more to the point, the, the adults are like, yeah, Oh, I don't know. I don't want to, <laughs> that's just disgusting. I don't want to step in there. <laughs> this isn't worth it. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I, I don't know, but it's it's just a fucking bizarre-ass experience. Like, so bizarre. I like, just remember feeling like the kids in the first one have to deal with it because they're kids and they don't have an escape, really. Yeah. But, like, all the adults in the second one are dealing with it by choice, and they don't have to. No. They could just no. be like, fuck this. Like, I'm not going to stay in this Chinese restaurant while 
bugs are popping out of all the food and I'm freaking out. And I'm just going to sit here and take it. It's like, no, I'm leaving. Fuck this. That's exactly what they all do. And then they keep coming back. I mean, it's yeah, that's kind of like the central point is like they all fucking try to quit like multiple times. They're like, oh, no, shit. Like, I yeah, I don't if you don't remember the plot of the book, it's like, you know, if once you start, that's like when you get older or you, and the more so to when you move away from dairy, you just start forgetting all the fucking shit that happened there. And it's like, it, it happens a little bit with age, but then like, if you move away, it's like even worse. Like, you know, they don't even like remember most of their childhood and shit, but until they come back, it's like, Oh fuck, all this crazy shit happened. But once they start having that realization, yeah, they're all like, no, no, I'm out. <laughs> like, yeah. that Nope. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I kind of appreciate some of the way that they react in that way. But then, yeah, that movie is just ludicrous. It's like it's like that that dude jumps straight to Spider-Man three. And I mean that in like including, you know, Sam Raimi shit. Plus, like it is just a hodgepodge of, you know, messages and dumbness and everything else where it's like, I have no idea what is going on in that movie. You know, like, what is your point here? <laughs> like, I, I literally don't know. I, like I said, it's it's almost worth watching just because it's so what the fuck, but also just just accept it that it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bill Hader's all right in it. He, you know, he's like the kind. Of, he has an amazing one liner, but that he then kind of has to ruin because he explains it. But it it kind of works because it's Bill Hader. But it's like <laughs> it's still just like the only like saving grace in the whole movie. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it's fucking weird. Anyway. Yeah, if it, nobody has anything else, uh, we wanted to, do we want to dip into the Falcon Winter Soldier possible spoilery talk stuff? Yes, yes. let's. Yeah, uh, non-spoilery. It's good. I liked it it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good show. Good. You should watch I, it. I liked Wandavision better. Yeah, um, this one was weird in that I kind of watched it out of obligation up until the last three episodes i was like i'm watching it because i have watched all the other bs so i'm gonna watch this and i guess i was curious to see where it ended up but i didn't really i wasn't really excited about it until the last few episodes and then i was like okay Mm -hmm. yeah all right i'm in but yeah it definitely picks up some steam as it goes yeah let's go ahead and hit that spoiler gong or chime or foghorn or dubstep drop (laughs) uh so that we can talk about it freely okay sure wow 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 (laughs) wow yeah there it is spoiler (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah just dropping like a a thing we totally won't get sued for like a a dubstep version of the mcu logo music yeah just we totally that'll be fine we won't get flagged Eh, yeah never yeah um nobody listens to our podcast anyway it's good Um, yeah, I I liked it more than WandaVision, but I was the one who hated the first three episodes of WandaVision. So, but I'm sure that colors it somewhat. But I guess my thing is, you know, I've I've said before, I'm pretty sure Winter Soldier is my favorite Marvel movie out of all of them, and this hues very closely to that, at least in tone and style, through the majority of it. So that kind of that kind of affects it somewhat as well, I think, is that this is kind of like, no, this is more my shit than, you know, the goofy magic stuff would be. So I think that's that's a bit more why I preferred this one. And I was kind of more on board right away because it was more of also the action scenes that I kind of wanted. So, yeah, I mean, that helped a lot. And 
you know, I, I liked Sam as a character. I think after this, I love Sam as a character. Like, I think they really spent a ton of time, you know, throughout the six episodes to really flesh him out and mature him even more than he was as a character already. Cause it's, you know, a lot of people have talked about it, but it's like, he's one of the few people who's an actual adult, normal person who had like a full life before all the superhero shit started. Whereas everyone else seems to be kind of like ending up in it. And it's kind of like, no, he kind of chose to do this, you know? And it wasn't like, Oh, circumstances thrust him into being Falcon. It's like, no, he's like, no, that was kind of, this was kind of what he wanted to be. And so this kind of seemed like the next logical progression for it. And, you know, and, and the stuff with, with uh, Bucky as well is, you know, Winter Soldier is not a character I liked at all <laughs> through, uh, you know, through the previous appearances that he's had. And here they kind of fleshed him out and made him more likable as well. And I think, I think the dynamic that they used worked where it's kind of like the two people that have the common friend, but then once you remove the common friend, do these two people have anything in, you know, to talk about anymore? <laughs> and I like that dynamic that, you know, I, I think it worked for both of them, you know, and it's, and it's clear they just, they built it on that one scene in civil war, like, you know, with the whole move your seat thing. And, you know, that's kind of like one of the, the few funny moments in that whole movie. And it's like, yeah, what if we could build a show on this? And obviously I think it worked. I, I mean, I like the show. Um, my, my only beef with it sort of is I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I hope that this doesn't become like an ongoing thing. I'm 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 hoping this is just part of like the growing pains or the let's mess with expectations of fans thing, but I feel like both of these shows have have suffered a let the fans speculate too much thing. Like I I mean I I'm all for like, you know, dragging a mystery out for a period of time, but then you either make the mistake of like what this did, which was like, everyone is basically like, I mean, we're in spoiler territory. So like basically everyone was like, Oh, Sharon's the power broker, like mm -hmm. right off the bat. I mean, then, you know, and then it was like, well, I don't know. It could, it could be something else. It could be like how we're going to introduce something else to the MCU kind of mm -hmm. dragging this along. And then it's like, no, yeah, it's just her. And then everyone was like, yeah, okay. I don't know what that, I don't really know what that means, but okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> um, and then it's like, you know, so you kind of have these like, mystery box things that are you know unfortunately like sometimes when you open them they're very disappointing you know which is like the jj abrams principle you know it's like mm -hmm. why i'll just keep introducing new ones instead of opening them because he didn't have a plan for what was inside of them in the first place but the the thing here is like I, I i hate that they keep like building up to like these cliffhangers or expectations and then like either under delivering or cross delivering and it's like you I'm not blaming the show, except in, in this one, it felt more obvious because I, I think my biggest problem was like the cliffhanger episode. I mean, with like the new cap suit thing. I mean, like they mm -hmm. they do this like whole MacGuffin literal Pulp Fiction briefcase thing throughout the whole episode of like, I got this from Wakanda. And, you know, it's just like, well, I'm going to send it over there. That's clearly not. A, let's open it up and see what it is right now kind of thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> sure like i don't know <laughs> like, you get yeah, something from I mean, I, it's like i don't know like open immediately like <laughs> yeah yeah it's probably gonna be fucking cool um 
Yeah, because I yeah. mean, it's just it's a suit, and it's yeah. like everyone knew it was going to be suit, and we knew it was going to be wings, and it's right. like, like, yeah, I mean, what else a, would it possibly be? Yeah, I mean, but, that's the thing. It's like, why would you have that build up and then just like, all right, that's a Captain America slash Falcon suit? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah, I, I think it would be funny if like he decided he still didn't want to be Captain America, <laughs> but he had he was stuck with that suit <laughs> for for the wings, right? <laughs> You'd be like. No, I, I'm not still not going to do it. But I, and it's I just him, like, like on the shrimp boat, like yeah. spray painting it, yeah. just like spray painting it with shitty Krylon red. Or he's just in a suit. He's like, listen, it was a gift. I couldn't turn it down. <laughs> it would be rude not to wear it. Well, if the yeah. next if the the next episode after the cliffhanger had started where he just slams the case shut and is just like, ah, hell, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, nah, send this back. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. just takes it out. And <laughs> like I said, it's, um, it's just it's one of those things where it's like you, you built this up and you kind of made a big deal about it. And then you just clearly like, I don't know, not under delivered because it's cool. I mean, I'm not I'm not <laughs> disrespecting the suit design or anything like that. But it's like, yeah, that's comic design pretty much like, I don't know if I if you were to like, say. I mean, if you were to say like take Falcon's suit and turn him into Captain America, I feel like that's what almost everyone would draw. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I mean, yeah. it's it's just kind of basic, and it's like, you know, we have established Wakanda as the fucking magical technology place on Earth. You know, and clearly, to make another one of those wingsuits in, like, 24 hours or whatever, that is some magic <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, they've had that ready. They've yeah, had that sure. ready. But, yeah, that's know? the thing. This is Wakanda. As soon as they see something cool, they're like, all right, how can we make it and make it better? Sure. I, I Like, do... I was honestly shocked there was not a scene with Shuri at some point, just being like, yeah, I've been working on that since I saw it, you know, right. like, obviously, uh, they probably couldn't get the actress, but, you know, it, it just yeah. seems like a logical thing for especially for that. The way that country has been established. Yeah, I, I would like to disrespect the suit a little. OK, but also um, that headgear is is not good. Yeah, no, that that's <laughs> yeah. a bad looking headpiece. That, <laughs> that head wraparound thing is is not good. It. It doesn't fit him when he turns his head sometimes. It's got like the, you know, a little yeah. bit well, of that. he wasn't there for the fitting. It was just, you know, it was made and sent to it's him. It's Wakanda. So. Come well, on. And the thing is, they it, they really needed a like Tony Stark. All right, press the button. The thing like shifts and goes away. Yeah. Because I mean, it's, you know, there's been debate about the speech he gives. And a lot of people, especially like movie critic types are like, that's god awful. That is one of the worst speeches I've ever seen. And it's kind of like, I don't mind it. I think it's it's on the nose, but it's one of those that kind of has to be because of the Absolutely. stuff they're talking about. Like, and and I think that's where this speech comes from. And and unfortunately, like in the U.S. right now, if you are ref- talking about race and other things, you have to be so fucking clear because there's people who will just be like, no, he didn't mean that. He means this. And it's like, no, sometimes you have to be like, okay, here's the deal. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. explain this to you. Like you're six. And, and it's also, but, sorry, but the, the, the point I'm getting at is like the whole headgear thing, delivering that speech in that headgear hurts that speech <laughs> because it's, <laughs> you know, yeah, because it's, it's like, goofy. It's like a guy in a pirate costume, like professing his love for another woman. And she's like, but you're in a pirate costume, you know, like that's kind of <laughs> right. the same sort of thing. Yes. And I'd be about that booty. <laughs> yeah. But also, so also I'll finish my thought on the, on the suit and also uh, touch on the speech real quick. Um, the suit design, like the, the 
colors and everything. Like, that's the only way. Like, Wakanda knew that's the only way they could design it. Like, mm-hmm. they have to be incredibly clear that this is Captain America the Falcon or whatever they want it. Like, mm-hmm. this is Captain America. You can't deny it. You can't say that it's a Wakandan something and that, like, oh, my God, the Wakandans are trying to invade America. No, it's all very, very clear. Like, it fits all the jingoistic, nationalistic, patriotism boner shit that people love. Like, it's 100 percent looks like somebody came America all over a (laughs) super suit. Um, That's why it's white. Yeah, exactly. Um so like the engineers and the stylists in Wakanda are are smart. They know they have to they have to make it very clearly unequivocally Captain America's suit. Um why not just turn him into a fucking bald eagle? He's already a goddamn bird man. I mean, he does have the white cowl yeah, thing, which is pretty close. So I'm just saying like um you know, like I don't I'm just kind of of the opinion like it's Wakanda. I I just was I guess I was expecting a little bit better, like something cooler than just something a, suit a little with wings. cooler is all. That's I mean I I know it had to be American and it can't be like black and purple and cool shit. I'm just saying it's like you know like something that's just like ah damn like that's yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, aside from the stupid cowl, mm-hmm. I think it looks fucking awesome. Sure, yeah. I really loved it. Like the last two episodes, the last episode especially had me like. I didn't get to watch it until like way late at night. And I was just hooting and hollering in my own apartment by myself. And I haven't been like that jazzed um, about a single episode of TV in a while. Um, but also like to, to touch on the speech. It's not. No, it's not Aaron Sorkin dialogue. It's not this like snappy walk and talk. And to be honest, I really don't think that a lot of the dialogue period in Falcon and the Winter Soldier is that good but i think that sam's not a fancy talker he's not a tony stark who can quip you know like who can just be like mr snappy cool guy you know 100 percent of the time and also yeah he's delivering like he's delivering a speech to everyone in america in that interview like He's got to be plain and simple and clear and direct. And I think it was I think it was really effective. I mean, obviously, from my previous statement that I was hollering in my house, um, I, I feel like it was I feel like it worked. There was a lot of the other dialogue, a, a lot of the interstitial dialogue and a lot of the stuff with like his sister. I didn't feel like it was that great. Um yeah, but are they going to sell the boat? Well, that's really important. Um, <laughs> like, seems See, I don't like mind that. the whole boat thing. It, like, I, I like that so much of that was addressing, all right, if actual people had vanished for five years and then came back, what the fuck would we do? Like, you know, yeah. like he's like they said, someone's living in your house. Like, what if you got remarried and suddenly your wife shows back up? It's like, uh, OK, what now? You know, well, like, I think about the the guy that was being counseled by Captain America at the beginning of um, Endgame, uh, you know, where he was like, you know, my partner disappeared. And, you know, well, now your partner's back, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, you're going to have a whole new round of therapy like that. That's what I was saying, like at the end of WandaVision that I was like, I really want them to address all the things about the snap. 
but I, I, th- I, I'm now seeing the problem with that. And, and so I, w- I want to be clear when I say that I didn't like this as much as WandaVision, the, the main theme of this show resonated with me big time. Like the whole mm. theme of this, I'm totally, I don't want anyone to think I'm not okay with, you know, where things went and that kind of thing. The, the, the elements of this show that didn't speak to me is like anything with Sharon Carter. I, who cares? I give literally no fucks. I, Good guy, bad guy. I don't care who she is. I, I, you're wasting my time mm-hmm. on the show. This this show is 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 already only six episodes. I don't care whose side you're on. I I don't care about where that goes. None of it. Um, but the other thing that I'm kind of not worried about. It don't. It's not keeping me up or anything. But Marvel is starting to do this thing, and they've been doing it for a while. But they're starting to get pretty consistent with it. In that everything is a shade of gray. Like WandaVision was like, well, you know, she really did some horrific shit, but, you know, she's still an Avenger, so we have to like Mm -hmm. her and everything. And this, you know, with the Flag Smashers and everything, it's like, well, yeah, they have a point. But like when when they got into that conflict, I just kind of every time I would just go cross eyed and just go, I don't I can't I can't get emotionally involved in whatever. I'm sure they're right, but I just I can't. Come on, just give me a big thing to beat the fuck out of. And, you know, let me have a good like the good guys won and it's not a sad moment, you know? Yeah. I need that kind of like, just fucking pummel the bad guy to death, please. I feel like Thanos <laughs> was supposed to be that. Beat the fuck out of Wyatt Russell. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like Thanos was supposed to be that. And like, there are so many shitheads on the internet who are like, no, Thanos was kind of right. And it's like, no, yeah, exactly. Like, like, yeah, like, no, he, he is he like, raises some good points. It's like, no, oh, God just double it. the resources. <laughs> what the actual fuck? I know. Yeah. But I, in, you know, in thinking about um, shit, lost the thought there. Sorry. Um, with the flag smashers, like Carly, I, I feel like so many Marvel things start out with like, all right, this villain knows, like this villain's got a different point of view on how to fix this problem. And it doesn't match what the hero's point of view is. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, they both have a point. And then at some point, the villain has to be like, nah. But you know what else I could do? Kill a bunch of people for no reason. And it's like, okay, fine. You know, I think that's the problem is like they can't present a villain as as like even when they're even when they have a point, they have to be like, no, they're the villain. You're supposed to side with this person. And I think that's what happens. Zemo had a point. Yeah. Like one of my favorite arcs of the authority, a comic that one day will get adapted and will disappoint the fuck out of me when it does. But there's an arc where literally at the end they go, they get, they finally get to the bad guy who's been like trying to control the earth and do all this shit. And they're like, join us. Like, dude, you're a fucking genius. You like, you're amazing. You could do so many good things for the world. Why don't you just join us? Why are we fighting you? Why don't we just do this? You know? And the guy, like his ego won't let him. But they're still like, that's how they're going to resolve the conflict. He's like, no, be one of us. What the fuck? Like, why Why bother with it? Why would we fight you? Like, it's easier if we all work together here, you know? And like, I feel like that just doesn't happen enough. Or they won't let it happen. Because they're like, no, these are our heroes and these are our villains. And then there's stuff like Loki where they're like, well, I guess he's kind of an anti-hero now. You know, like that sort of shit. And I, I think they they get they get too focused on you know it's almost like heels and faces in wrestling they get too focused on no we got to push this guy 
we got to push this character and we can't really, you know, it's like once this person's a heel, they got to push them all the way to a heel. And unless everyone really, 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 really loves them, they don't, you know, they're always going to be that way. Yeah. And, and it's always going to be in service of pushing, you know, the superhero, so to speak. Cause like, cause yeah, cause Carly's motivation, I get some of it, but it's, but at some point it's like, what are you even doing? Like, I, I don't even understand what your ethos is. All you seem to do is like make the world's governments want to crack down on you worse. Yeah. She's I'm, always I'm, like, Here, here's my speech. I'm going to make a good point. Now let's go murder everyone in this building. And I'm like, mm-hmm. whoa. <laughs> and yeah. everyone in her gang is like, that's not right. But then yeah, they all do it anyway. They're all <laughs> like not on board. And <laughs> yeah, it's presented that way. And yeah, yeah. I, I just I, the thing that Marvel is doing and like they did it with Iron Man three and they did it with uh, Spider-Man Far From Home is that they keep taking these villains and I've liked it every time. Don't get me wrong, but they keep taking these villains and they're like, well, what you think is conventional? Nah, it's not that at all. It's this it's this totally off the wall, weird thing. And then the third act of whatever story they're telling kind of just fizzles. It's kind of like, oh, OK, that wasn't really what I thought, but. I don't really. So what are we doing here? You know, I mean, it's like, okay, that's clever, but also so, I mean, (laughs) and you know, with Carly in the end, it was, it was just like, I have a point. And everyone's like, yeah, you do have a point. She's like, now I'm going to go murder everyone. And they're like, wait, no, we, we agreed. You had a point. What are you doing? (laughs) I feel like, I feel like there was a plot that got abandoned on it. Honestly. Like, I feel like there there was like, there is a rumor that what they did was start a pandemic. And then really? that, that that's what the flag smashers plot was, is that they had started some kind of pandemic to get the population back down. And Oh God. <laughs> yeah. That changed real fast well, that, for that's, obvious that's, reasons. Cause this was yeah. all done in like 2019, but that, that is, yeah. that, that is the rumor that has been going around a lot is that that was what their, their plan was to release some kind of virus type thing and start a pandemic. So oh, yeah, that, I think, I, would yeah, obviously I was, have to be changed. Yeah, I was talking more like it. It felt like they were trying to, and it, and it seemed like you you could um, have better redeemed John Walker if the if they had carried this forward. But it seemed like they were they were leaning towards like the 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 made up super soldier serum turned people hostile. Like it wasn't really their fault. I mean, it kept seeming like certain people like. You know, you know, he gets a murder boner and it's not just because that's his latent tendency. It's like it's because of the serum, you know, kind of thing like a whole. Yeah, it's like super roid rage. Yeah. And, and I, for and some it, reason, Cap was the only one that didn't really do that. Too. Well, I don't even know mm-hmm. if it was like I thought it was I, I was just going with it was this batch that the, the guy, the scientist guy made this time, this mm-hmm. go round, you know, and that would he put like the tar I, from Superman three in the formula. And it's <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, it would kind of explain like how Carly goes from like, all right, let's we're, we have a righteous cause to let's fucking murder these people. You know, like, I mean, yeah, yeah but Walker, I feel like yeah. the rest of her followers didn't go absolutely ballistic with it. You know, they, they no, weren't. Yeah, they, but, they yeah. followed, but they weren't like, yeah, they, they were like aggressive assholes about it. Right. I sure. Like. I mean, but and, they, and, they, and they, I yeah. feel maybe it goes back like it, it uh, you know, amplified. I mean, that was yeah. clearly what I think they were going for is like, you know, well, they Walker. did say, like, didn't they say something about, like, it makes you more of who you are? Yeah, that's what Stanley yeah. Tucci said in yeah. First Avenger, is he's basically right. said, you know, like, whatever you are, it's going to amplify it. If you're, you know, if you're truly good and generous, it's going to amplify yeah. that. And if you're an it's asshole, everyone in this it's going to amplify it. your assholeness, which, <laughs> was an asshole. you know, with, with John Walker, I mean, I think they give a good enough motivation for him to take it, obviously. Um, but... 
Well, I mean, like he wants, he desperately wants to actually be what he's supposed to be. And I mean, that feels like the most realistic thing that happens in the whole thing is that the government would immediately take the shield and go, all right, new Captain America, here's this dude. And he's just some military fuck, you know, <laughs> like that would be a hundred percent what happens. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's probably go- the most realistic thing in the Marvel yeah. universe, period. Yeah. I would think that they would just be like, but not like here, go out on missions. I mean, I, th- I feel like the government would be like, yeah, all right, we're going back to original head. Captain America, like yeah. go sell war bonds yeah. and shit. Yep. I mean, yeah. not because all right, that's I got to say it, but like, that's another thing that's kind of bothered me about where this has gone is why can normal people just throw the shield and catch it and shit? Like that, that, that's what is kind of bothering me. Like I get Bucky, like that's the thing is I feel like they never really specifically said Bucky got super soldier serumed until this. I, I was know. very confused by that. I right. was like, D- wait, d- has he had it or not? Yeah. Cause like I he's holding his own, they but said it in winter soldier. They pr- yeah, well, they I'm pretty sure that they I could have sworn that they yeah. said that he had the high. I thought his superpower yeah. was his arm. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, it's just it's been a little unclear, but, you know, like most of the time when he's battled against it, he's been using his arm, which makes yeah. sense, you know, vibranium mm-hmm. versus vibranium kind of thing. But, you know, like I, I just don't really get it where it was like all of a sudden it's like, oh, OK, wait, Falcon can throw the shield just because he, he wants to. Like, I don't know. That's just like. Well, at least also, they showed him practicing because, like, I mean, it was about to take his head off the first I, few times. I think that's the other thing. Is well, like, no, I, he, I kept thinking the, he... the Wakanda stuff was going to be like. Okay, oh, sorry, we, sorry, we, I, I got put... what I wanted to comment mixed up with what you said. Because um, he did all this practice, all this like right. you know throwing the shield mm-hmm. practice, and and then he like sucked at it the next time. <laughs> well, I, no, I think Walker was the one that they showed practicing at first and i thought it was funny that they just put these cushions on trees like the shield wasn't just gonna fuck those things up it's like oh protect this tree man that cushion ain't gonna help anything maybe they were kevlar cushions yeah but but in the end it's just a piece of metal so it's not like you couldn't learn how to use it if you were training enough with it but well his other piece of metal that he made after he lost his shield got fucked up quick (laughs) yeah i I guess that's just part of it is like i was expecting like the wakanda thing like part of it to be like oh here's how he's going to be able to throw the shield is because there's like this tech thing in here like i i guess i just have a hard time of like i don't know if you if you believe hard enough you can throw the shield like captain america and bounce it off shit like i don't know i just feel like that should be part of his like incredible strength super soldier shit not just like if you believe you can huck a shield and hit five people at once and have it, it come really back. seemed like it was building to like there was some sort of symbiotic relationship between the shield and whoever wields it. And I'm like, OK, but you need to establish that before yeah. you just establish that. Like, I can control the shield because like I said, it's just it's a it's a little confusing just because especially with like things yeah. in like in Spider-Man, too, where it's like happy. I mean, no, I know it's. John fucking Favreau, he's not exactly like built or anything, but he picks up like some random shield in the Tower of London. And it's like, how does Cap do this? Because you know? it goes like a foot, you know, like, you know, and it's just like, yes, that's building upon jokes like that is supposed to be like, yes, it's fucking amazing that he's hucking a, a, a 24 inch diameter thing that's made of, I don't know, I know a really light alloy, but he's bouncing it off of shit and having a boomerang back. I mean, that's not just, yeah, the, the boomeranging back is the thing that, yeah. that, that, well, for one, nobody should be able to do it, but this is a <laughs> sure. superhero movie, so we're right. making allowances for Captain America, right? You got right. to. Yeah. Like, but, yeah, just everybody being able to boomerang it, like, John Walker was able to do it, mm-hmm. Bucky's That's able I mean. to do it, 
He was able uh, to do it even pre-serum. That's what I'm saying. It's like the second right. he came out, I was yeah. like, holy fuck, how did America super soldier up? And then he's just like, hey, I'm just a dude. I'm a soldier guy. And I'm like, then how the fuck are you hucking the shield? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I yeah. feel like every time John Walker used the shield, the shield should have rebelled against him and, and it should, yeah, always it tried just to take off his head or something. Yeah. And he's just been like, man, I don't have the hang of that thing yet. You know, it's like, no, yeah. that shield fucking hates you. Man, that would have been such a good fucking, like a, just a great running gag. Like the shield just fucking off on him, and he had to like uh, da, 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 tootle over and pick the shield up. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that that would have been kind of a funny thing of like, here's this fucking poser cap, and that's another part of his motivation. Of everyone's just like, who's this fucking loser? Like, give me the fucking shield back. Yeah, and then Let's like you know, rewrite then, Falcon in the Winter Soldier, and then he's just like, oh, there's some shit, and then all of a sudden now I can throw the shield. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, what? And here I murdered a dude. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really impressed with Wyatt Russell, um, like as an actor um i know that you know this isn't news to anyone now that it's out but man he his he did an excellent job of making people fucking hate him um yep not just because he you know looked like a complete fucking nerd in that hat when he first walked out but they changed it like the design of it's slightly different it must be something to that, push his ears out that chris or evans wore because yeah it yeah. just makes him look wrong because that first reveal looked like a math teacher wearing the Captain America outfit. And I was like, what on earth are they doing? Like he should have been wearing glasses like mine. Like, yeah, just like I get like the, the end of that first episode. The reveal is supposed to be, ah, shit, the U.S. government fucked him over. I can't believe they've done it. But the reveal to me was like, who's this fucking science nerd who is now Captain America? That's stupid. And then Not like only five minutes they... later, I was like, oh, right. Yeah. They, and they screwed over Sam. I get that, too. But <laughs> Yeah, not but, only did they screw over Sam, but they did it with a fucking nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Poindexter, Captain America. Great why, job. Yeah, did they have why, a letter writing contest? Why'd they hire, why'd they hire Caltech America? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but I think they did they did his character well in that, you know, he starts out as just some military dork and he comes off as genuine and likable in the beginning, at least, where he's like, hey, man, I'm just over my head. Help me out here. And they're like, no, you're you're seriously. Fuck you. And then, you know, and then he kind of turns into a bully once he has a little bit of power over them, you know, and it's me like, well, oh, well, just stay the fuck out of my way, you know, and it's kind of like, yeah, that's that's pretty much how John Walker is, <laughs> where it's like if, if you know, I, I can be the congenial, you know, captain of the football team, but, you know, if you're not giving me what I want fuck you, I'll beat the shit out of you. You know, that sort of thing. And and that's just how a lot of those guys, not just John Walker, but a lot of those guys are, you know? Yeah. But. Yeah. And, and I mean, he's, they're also smart to surround him with people that are normal, you know, <laughs> like uh, the guy who plays Battlestar. Like he's, he's like, this is pretty cool. Right. You know, but he's also, I think he realizes also he's kind of in over his head doing all this shit because he's yeah. just, I mean, even if you're highly trained, like you're still amongst dudes with fucking superpowers. Yeah. You know? So, uh, can I get a, a comics nerd, uh, info dump on Battlestar real quick? Okay. He was originally designed to be the Bucky type sidekick for John Walker. When John Walker became captain America. And basically they said, um, Buck is not a good thing to call a black person. So I'm calling myself Battlestar. Fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, he, he's basically the sidekick for John Walker when John Walker became Captain America. And did he day. have any powers or anything in the comics or was he just uh, a dude? 
I don't recall. I think he did though. But I, I, I couldn't tell you. It's I, I don't okay. I don't know as much of his history. He just said Battlestar like it was like no big deal that he had a a dumb name. A dumb name. <laughs> yeah. And I was I think like my my favorite bit in the entire series is Bucky la- laughing his ass off when he heard him say his name. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Battlestar. He's like <laughs> okay dude (laughs) yeah but i mean like i I just i really like it as a series that continually presents sam being screwed over by the system and then basically at the end saying i'm going to change the system because what he represents at the end is basically to me the larger context is he's like what we all imagine cops should be he's going to negotiate first And then if something has to happen, then it has to happen. But he's going to approach it like someone who says, all right, this person has a point. You know, this person, they believe in whatever it is they believe in. Let's talk about it. You know, like like he knows he has to be the best person in the room at all times. And to me, that comes across as like, this is what we think police should be. And they're not. They're what John Walker ends up being, where it's just like, you know, you made me do you you know that I I really for all the faults of his I do like the scene where they fire him basically and he's like no you fuckers made me you know yeah this is everything you trained me to do and you know granted they did train him to kill guys who are surrendering <laughs> but you know it, it's it's also seems like that's you know that's the other police allegory that we're getting there and I just I feel like with Sam taking on Captain America. And then, you know, we haven't even talked about Isaiah Bradley at all, which is probably my favorite stuff in the series, honestly, which is like a comic that doesn't, the stuff where he was introduced doesn't always work, but I do like that, you know, he tells that story of rescuing all his buddies who got, you know, who were held hostage and all that stuff. And it basically echoes the exact same thing that Steve Rogers does in, in first Avenger where he goes and saves the POWs and like, everyone's like, Oh yeah, you're here, all that. And you know, when Isaiah Bradley does it, they're like, ah, fuck you more experiments, have fun, you know? And yeah, Yeah. he's just this bitter, angry character who, you know, gets, gets to say basically, you know, if, if, if there's a, if there's a black man who wants to be captain America, he's an idiot. And I think you needed that point of view in the story. And I think that's why I think they had a really great writer's room there. And they had a diverse writer's room. And this is what happens when you have a diverse writer's room is you can have scenes like Bucky when he, when he finally apologizes to Sam, I think it's in the second to last one when he's training and he's like, yeah, I kept bitching at you about handing over the shield, but I didn't understand the implications of you keeping it, what that meant for you. You know, I only thought about what it meant when I looked at it. I didn't think about what it meant when you have it. And I think that's why you have writer's rooms that can say, you know, because if, if we all sat together and wrote a black exploitation movie, it would suck. <laughs> but if we all called our black friends and said, read this, they'd be like, dude, what the fuck? Okay, here's <laughs> <Yeah>. this. <laughs> no, but but I mean, but I'm serious. Like they would call us on it. They'd be like, no, this is stupid. We would, I would never do this. Here's what I would do. Here's why, yeah. you know, here's how you can change it. And I think that's what happened in writing so much of what's in this, you know, as far as the larger context of events is this is why this character thinks this way. And I think that's presented really well throughout. And, you know, I, I really, I like that. And I like that, that um, 
<laughs> that Bucky gets to be the white guy invited to the barbecue at the end as well. <laughs> well, he stayed in Wakanda, so, you know. Yeah. I guess he got... I. Yeah, for a guy who grew his... up, for a guy born in the 1920s, he's pretty progressive, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He grew up in the grew up in the 20s and and 30s, and then uh, got to be reborn again and grew up in Wakanda for his his second life. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am starting to appreciate when they don't even try to hide that they're filming in Georgia. Oh yeah, like like the one scene that's supposed to be in. Uh, at the at the memorial oh yeah in sokovia i'm like no <laughs> that's obviously just right over this hill in georgia that mm-hmm. you it's not even come on <laughs> it doesn't even look like a foreign country at all mm-hmm. uh because every once in a while it's just like oh yeah they're obviously in some weird faraway country oh nope that warehouse is in georgia <laughs> yeah. yeah i I actually you you were talking about nuanced villains and stuff and or you know just straight up black and white style villains i actually really like the, the direction you go with Zemo in this only mm-hmm. because it shows now he was always a piece of shit criminal guy it's just you fucked with the wrong you know like you rock <laughs> fuck with the wrong guys like you know secret identity life over yeah. here like Zemo probably was causing zero problems in America at least outwardly and you know or, or to the Avengers until it's like you you know you fucked him up you know in Ultron you know it's just I like that mm-hmm. it's just like no I've fucking rich like super rich i'm a baron <laughs> like yeah i have a driver yeah. i have fucking airplanes yeah yeah this yeah i'm not motivated by motivated yeah. by you know yeah. <laughs> this money shit yeah. he's one of those characters that got way more interesting that oh, like yeah. like i mean he because he was good in civil war and like you're like man fuck this guy for sure you're like you know he really played that well but it's also he like he just he had just enough charm throughout this you know this series and obviously the dancing meme that everyone has <laughs> helps but you know just like like i i think my favorite whole my favorite sequence of lines in the whole thing is when he's like you probably didn't even listen to trouble man you know and, and, and he was like you should it's a masterpiece <laughs> right <laughs> and he's like he's out of line but he's right <laughs> yeah. i just wish we lived somewhere cold because i would wear his jacket like all the time oh yeah that's the best jacket ever <laughs> Yeah, when it slowly started morphing into his comics outfit, I was like, <laughs> like I just kept seeing it like happen in little pieces, and I was like, I don't, please, the mask, ha- the mask has to be coming at some point. I don't know why, but <laughs> yeah, but I do it, love that when he gets away after the whole uh, fight with the Dormage, they don't chase him. They're just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> they're like I guess he crossed the county line. We can't do anything. <laughs> There was just, there was something that that I just thought was hilarious about that, that like, dude, the dude's only 30 seconds head start on you. Like you. Yeah. uh, Like just left. (laughs) I know who you people are. You just like whooped Captain America's ass and then actually did this, the shield stomp thing to the guy just to show him, Hey, fuck you. (laughs) You can't, you can't chase a dude down a sewer. This isn't it. You know, you don't go. Yeah, I no, don't want to go down, down the sewer. It's yeah. gray water down there. <laughs> you guys would go down there and chase him. Yeah, yeah, but it's good. I mean, it's it's a good show. I'm, yeah. I'm. Yeah, my my, uh, my nitpicks are totally that. Just nitpicks. Mm-hmm. I still yeah. really really liked it. Yeah, yeah, overall, it's a it's a strong television show. It's and, and I liked all the things you guys were like. I don't care because like I you know I I like Sharon Carter. I, but see, I'm bringing like additional knowledge to like yeah. I know who Sharon Carter is, and I'm like mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'm interested. Who's to Sharon see... Carter? <laughs> uh, was she Beast. in something? 
What? <laughs> She's Peggy's niece, like Peggy Carter's okay. niece. Okay. All right. Yeah. She was oh, in, Peggy in Carter's all the niece. other okay. uh, in the other Captain America movies. Mm-hmm. BJ, let me suggest to you something Man. that has worked for me is that before each show, Disney has produced these like five minute character recaps. Mm-hmm. They are they are very helpful because the, the shows will make some obscure reference. And I'm like, oh, OK, that's because in, in yeah. Ultron, this person said this. And it's like, OK, thank you for recapping. In, that. In Winter board, Soldier, so. she was pretending to be the nurse that lived next door to him. And then came, you know, when Nick Fury got shot, she came in. It's like, hey, I'm actually Agent 13. You know, I work for S.H.I.E.L.D. And, and there was all that. And then but then like later helped them get the gear like after they became fugitives. Yeah. You know, from mm-hmm. the whole, oh, OK. Like, the right. War okay. Stuff, and yeah. slash Hydro taking over. But yeah. Yeah. For yeah, some so reason, she's, she's, she's just around, like yeah. a person that I cannot remember. OK, so who's the power broker? Has that been in any other Marvel shit? No, no. Marvel cinematic. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Small problem I have is sometimes they'll do shit like, oh, the power broker and like, OK, yeah. I can grab context like, OK, the power broker's a, broker's a thing. power. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but like, yeah, give me like. <laughs> may I have one morsel of context for mm-hmm. what, what, who, when and how, why Again, the power broker. That's, that's why I'm saying it's like you dangle that. And it's like, well, it's. It's not going to be the obvious ruse that it's the good guy is actually the bad guy, but yeah, it is. I <laughs> like I said, that's why I just let everybody like open up and like, oh, maybe long lost this or th- you know that or new character or whatever. You know, you start your mind yeah. starts wandering. You know? Yeah, I mean that's the thing about Wandavision is it's definitely willing to take way more chances than this one was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, I still yeah. I still don't really quite understand or the the Wandavision swerve with the quicksilver casting thing like i don't that that's still weird to me like i i I don't know like that just feels like disingenuous or something you know the explanation for it still seems very weird of just like hey what if we get this guy who is also quicksilver but it's not tied to that at all it's like right yeah but why but also he's just he's like the mandarin in iron man 3 it's not really him at all it's just happens to be the same actor but uh, yeah i don't know just saying it's 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 weird stuff like that like yeah. But that but, doesn't make any sense to anybody except for breaking the fourth wall, it, you know. <laughs> it's part of it's part of their get the audience churning out fan theories and then sure. disappoint mm-hmm. them by doing none of them. Yes, I suppose. Do you think like their point is to disappoint people though? Like no. obviously it can't be. I think it's Maybe just it's, like, you know, get people talking about water cooler talking about the show. I yeah. mean it's worth I think it they just thought, hey, this will be neat. And they didn't expect, like, the entire world to go, whoa, wait a second. (laughs) Holy shit, here come the X-Men, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Which they did again in this show. (laughs) I mean, mildly, it's just match reporters, like, most, I mean, it's a a Marvel thing, but it's most known as, like, where Wolverine to go have fucking adventures and shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but his, wasn't his alter ego named Patch? Patch, And then they called it the Patch Accord or whatever the... I didn't catch the Patch Yeah, they did. They they absolutely did. They were calling whatever the the big government meetup was the the Patch solution or whatever. And I was like, hold on. (laughs) Oh, I see. I I wouldn't put that together if it it didn't have anything to do with... Okay. I only knew it because I looked it up because I looked up what the why everyone was flapping their arms about this city and then i was like oh right and then there was like oh okay sure wolverine was went undercover as a bartender named patch okay sure that makes sense <laughs> comics are weird yeah, that's why i don't read bouncer when he's in his joe fix it persona yeah see yeah 
Yep. That's why you don't read comics. That's too much bullshit going on. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. <laughs> oh, no. You, you, you have absolutely no idea. <laughs> to be to be clear, yeah. I'm just I'm just saying shit to be funny. Read comics. I don't care. I join Chuck and I one week when we do an X Men. No, podcast. thank you. I've read four comics and they're fucking absurd. <laughs> The last one was really good, too. It was really good. The angel went bad because he was involved in a nuclear explosion. So he decided he was evil. And then he yeah. started throwing dynamite around the city, hoping the bad guys would notice and go, hey, that guy's cool. Let's go join him. Not join him. Hire him yes. to be their henchman. Yeah. It's so he gross. was like he was like LinkedIn and out in the square with some dynamite arms. Or something. Yes, he was just tossing dynamite, saying, yes. "Hire me." And, and Iron Man tries to stop him, but his boots keep running out of jet energy because mm. Iron oh. Man's jetpacks in the '60s were like had like a 20 second limit, and then they all failed. <laughs> I don't want to cure cancer. I want to turn people into dinosaurs. I'm already looking forward to when we get to Sauron. Because that's that. Uh, that's the dinosaur character. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I still have that that toy. Oh, that, the Savage Land set you had. Yeah, yeah, the Savage Land set. Yeah, because Sauron exists because apparently at the time vampires were not allowed by the comics code, so they had to find a way to make a character that was a vampire but was not a vampire. So they made him a fucking dinosaur, but he sucks people's life energy. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Sauron. And turns people into dinosaurs. Yes. But he was also a genius scientist. But when he doesn't suck enough life energy, he turns back into the genius scientist, apparently. But then he craves energy. And yeah, comic books are stupid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't read them. They're great. <laughs> All I can think of, like every time somebody says the words comics are stupid is I'm thinking of that panel in, uh, what is it, Ultimatum? The blob eating like all the other characters or whatever yeah. he's like chewing on the wasp and all this other shit yeah. it's, it's like the most absurd thing ever uh fucking jeff Loeb. yep bad comics yeah. are the worst <clears throat> mm -hmm. yeah but no i well i i really like the show i really like that they made sam captain america you yes. know because because bucky has been captain america as well at certain points in the comic so you know, there was a little bit when it started, it was like, hmm, which one are they going to go with? But then, you know, it was pretty clear pretty early on because it was like, it felt like the majority of the show was presented from Sam's point of view. So that's kind of like, all right, I see where they're going with this. Oh, I yeah. didn't have any doubt that like Falcon was going to come out being Captain America. I, I, I don't know. I just didn't have that doubt in my mind going into this. <laughs> I, I was just wondering how they were going to get there, honestly. I, I did for like four of the six episodes, yeah. like... Especially when he got the speech of, like, America will never allow a black Captain America. I was like, yeah, you're right. How are you Are you just going to give this to Bucky? Like, I, this is not going to end right. I just I don't feel mm. like they're going to make the right decision here. And then they were just like, nah, fuck it. Wakanda, Captain America suit. Let's <laughs> let's go. Mm. So. Yeah. Yep. I just think it, it's funny now thinking about how long the this, this show was on. I mean, six weeks or whatever. But I, I watched the first episode right after sitting through. The next day after watching four hours of fucking Zack Snyder's Justice League, and I remember I texted Chuck, I was like, the first action scene in this is better than any action scene that was in the entirety of four hours of Justice League. Like that canyon chase. Oh, yeah, it's in great. The very first oh, episode. That was so awesome. good. Amazing, yeah. That canyon chase is really good, and yeah. then that show remembered it was a TV show, and right, some sure. of the action scenes are like, ooh. <laughs> right, I know. I'm just saying, like, that was their big, big opener thing, but I'm like, yeah. that was better than... 
that was better choreographed shot everything than anything. Oh yeah, that was that was really. Like, I mean, that was movie quality. That was yeah. like we don't need movies anymore. We got this. And then it was mm-hmm. like, hey, watch this truck battle. And I was like, oh god, <laughs> this, I this the truck is a green screen nightmare. Like, all right, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mind it. I like I didn't have a problem with any of the fight scenes, honestly. You know, just, they're not that level of jets and shit. You know, <laughs> so there's for helicopters. One little <laughs> touch about like how they were portraying crapped in America in the beginning. <clears throat> um, they were trying to give him like that. Yeah, I'm just trying to be the best I can when he throws the shield under Battlestar in the truck yeah. fight. Mm-hmm. Like that gave me a little hope at first that they were going to like that he was going to, you know, be just this like, well, I'm just, you know, I'm plucky i'm trying to do you know trying to do what it's i captain can Ameri- when I'm- captain america and plucky a sidekick <laughs> <laughs> right plucky barnes yeah um yeah i wish they had stuck with that honestly like i wish they hadn't been well, like he just no, immediately he actually got pissed off that no one was shit. respecting his authority yeah yeah that's that's basically all it was was he was just like i'm in charge here and they're like no <laughs> and he was like Grr, and then that would just be the motivation the next time he's like i'm a dick it's like yeah, yeah. you are <laughs> But, yeah, that was a nice touch. Speaking of touch, if you'd oh. like to get in touch with us, uh, why don't you email us, uh, bmf at bmfcast.com, or uh, go to the website, which is bmfcast.com. The uh, the audio player on individual posts is, is still working, as far as we know. So, uh, complain, 100%. 100%. Complain to me if it, if, uh, if it breaks again, and I'll... Press a bunch of buttons until it works again. <laughs> again. Hooray. But also, if you would like to uh, give us a call and uh, wish us well in being in the same room together soon, uh, 9105-JOCKS-BMF or 9105569263 is the Banffcast hotline. Garfield wants to hear from you, and so do we. Uh, so give us a ring. And if you liked all that comics talk and you want more, you must... Subscribe to our Patreon. Become a patron of the BMF cast, the BAMF cast, your lords and saviors. Uh, and you can listen to the hashtag not all X-Men podcast um, where uh, things are discussed about uh, some some comics. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah. We read some dumb comics. Yeah. Dumb comic stuff is discussed. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's uh, there's that show and several other uh quite amusing things including chuck's new adventure <laughs> um chuck tell you the kids a little bit name. Come on. i know <laughs> i know i i just want i just want you to tell the kids a little bit about your your new venture oh it's called uh take me to your leaderboard that i knew uh aliens have uh captured me and are forcing me to count down all of the video games ever from worst to best um the premise is, is that we're starting somewhere in the middle. <laughs> we, we've already done 20,000 episodes so far, and uh, <laughs> we're somewhere in the 17,000s and uh, counting up. So uh, great. En- enjoy lots of middling video games. <laughs> and classic Chuck humor, which is my favorite part of anything that Chuck ever does. And a very expensive costume. I'm sure it was expensive. <clears throat> I, I remember you specifically requesting funds to buy it. So, um, yes, I guess I got to catch up. I only watched the pilot thing, so I haven't seen the costume. Oh, oh there's two more. brand new episodes with all okay. new effects. I'm, I'm and sorry, 
I got a special outfit and everything. Okay. Well, you should subscribe to the <laughs> I Patreon. Will or become do. a patron. I, I am. <laughs> Patreon.com slash BMFcast. You can. Chuck is always like trying three to lies me. and a not truth. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I, yeah, I, I am. am. <laughs> Chuck has already tried to convince me to make an episode for that. So we'll see. Oh, you should oh, totally. There's okay. lots of jail cells in space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I mentioned one game, I'm like, "Hey, I should. I this makes me want to play this again." And he's like, "Do it, do it." Yeah, I'll hook you up. And I was like, "I might need some assistance." <laughs> Chuck knows where to buy the striped shirt and mm. collar and the dog collar. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I'm definitely watching. Yeah, that's right up my alley as far as kink goes. That's what I'm hoping to see. That's what yeah. I thought. So anyway. <laughs> those are those are the ways that you can get in contact with us or and or give us your money. So do some yes. of them or all of them or mm. none of them. I'm not your fucking dad. <laughs> or am I? Well, I don't think it depends so. on the age. It prob- it's probably, probably not. not likely. No. More than likely, BJ is not your father. Right. Yeah. Mm. More than likely. More I get around. Well, but we don't because we have to leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So anyway, yes. <laughs> I am Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Variety Hour Away. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? you <laughs> so much. <laughs> Okay, last one to kill a bad guy buys the beer.